The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. First game of the week is the Saskatchewan Rough Riders at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Bombers are favored by eight. Are you taking the deal or not? I'm taking the deal. Deal for me, too. I think Winnipeg will beat them by eight or more. Ottawa Red Blacks. They're at the BC Lions. And BC is favored by seven and a half. The head coach of BC is 3-0 and against the team that fired him. The BC is favored by 7.5. Deal or no deal? I'm going to take the deal. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Daytime sports talk. It is hour two when we roll into it. Yes, we're on Game Plus television across all 10 provinces in Canada, 31 U.S. states, and now on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE. We're going to jump right into this because our guest right off the top of hour two doesn't have a lot of time. We can bring him in now. Alan Poupart from Sports Illustrated covers the Dolphins. For those that don't know, I'm just going to read the story here. Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tunga Viola suffered a second frightening injury in five days when he was carted off the field in Thursday night's 27-15 loss in Cincinnati. There's more, Alan. I'm not going to read it. Everybody knows it. Thank you for the time and jumping in on short notice. I'm not going to keep you long. What do we know today about the status of Tua and what were your thoughts on what went down last night and this crazy week? Okay, let me start with what we know right now is apparently all the testing in the Cincinnati Hospital, uh, University of Cincinnati Medical Center came back clean. Uh, He does have a concussion. No great surprise there. Um, Flew back with the team last night. We were meeting with uh, head coach Mike McDaniel a little bit later in the afternoon. Perhaps we'll get more detail. He's got more tests to undergo. Uh, It's also possible that there'll be nothing more uh, on his status at this particular time. As far as the reaction, well, I think my reaction was pretty much the same as everybody. It was just frightening is what it was. And the the crazy part about it is if you look at at the hit uh, and the play, it wasn't anything like outrageous that you don't see happen on a fairly frequent basis in the NFL. Um, so it brings the question. And of course, now, now the big debate is, should he have been in the lineup in the first place? Uh, did he actually sustain a concussion and not a back injury in the game against Buffalo on Sunday? Uh, all sorts of questions. The NFLPA is looking into whether the concussion protocols were followed as they should have been. 
that's probably going to take a couple of weeks before they come back with their findings. The early indication from them that they gave to the Washington Post was that it looked as though everything was followed according to the protocols. And then there's a question as to whether those protocols are actually uh, sufficient enough to prevent situations like we've had right now. So you covered it well. And that's why I brought you on to talk about it, because I could talk about it all day. You're the expert. You're the insider. How do you feel for Tua? You've been covering him since his rookie year. Talk, talk about yeah. that and the fact that, from what I understand, he played Thursday because he doesn't want a rep of being an injured guy. And then this happened. Yeah, it, and that's that's part of it. That, and that's the issue is you're looking at Tua. This is a big year for him. Um, he's had eyeballs on him ever since he joined the Dolphins in 2020 as the fifth overall pick. His first two years didn't go particularly well. The Dolphins did a really good job this offseason of putting everything in place for him to succeed. From the hiring of head coach Mike McDaniel, who is a true Tua believer, who has uh, talked about his confidence in Tua constantly, to new teammates doing the same, uh, with teammates now being um, Tua now being a captain, to an offensive scheme that is quarterback friendly and that maximizes what Tua does best, which is getting the ball out quickly and being accurate, generally on short to intermediate passes. And he's had it rolling. And now this happens. And this is a key season for him because he's, this is his third year. Next offseason, the Dolphins are eligible for the first time to sign him to a long-term contract extension if they wish to do so. And that was a question mark as to whether they would do that heading into the season, unlike, for example, in Cincinnati and in, and in L.A., where it's clear that the Bengals are going to do that with Joe Burrow, the Chargers are going to do that with Justin Herbert. There was this question mark with Tua heading into the season based on performance. Um, the questions about performance have certainly, if not completely disappeared, severely dissipated. But there's also been the issue of, is he durable enough to be somebody that you throw a ton of money to on a long-term contract? And uh, right or wrong, he's been hurt every year. He's been in the NFL, and he was hurt in college as well. And this is just a continuation of that, unfortunately. Uh, and then you have the issue of to a certainly being a guy who doesn't want to come out of the game because he wants to show that he's durable. Uh, and was that a contributing factor in this whole episode? Who knows? That is certainly We've gone wanna... five. No, 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 you're good. We've gone five minutes. Can you answer one more? We're on your time here. Go ahead. Go for it. Just simply the furor from the players, alumni, the Players Association, concussion experts. Mike, I can't believe the tidal wave. I guess I should get used to that. You're not surprised, it looks like, coming out of this. No, not at all. And, and the problem is, is the optics of the injury against Buffalo were so bad. I mean, I, I'm no doctor, but sure looked like a concussion to me. I mean, the guy, you, you can see on the replay his head hitting the surface, and then he gets up. The first thing he does, actually, is put, he, put both, he puts both hands on his helmet, and then he starts walking and he wobbles. Um, I've never had a back injury in, in a football game, so I don't know if it would, if it would cause my knees to buckle like that. Um, so that's part of the optics that make the whole situation so bad. Now, there's only a handful of people who actually evaluated him on, on that day. And, but every, there's a whole lot of speculation from people from the outside based on what they've seen. Um, so I, I don't know. Uh, I've taken the approach of I, I cannot imagine for the life of me that 
doctors or neurologists would send them back in the game if they had if they had even an inkling that he had sustained a concussion on that day. And the other part of it is, I have a hard time believing that he did not sustain a concussion based on what my eyeballs told me. Alan, uh, fantastic analysis. We will let you go. I'll direct all our viewers to your stuff. Thanks for this, man. And uh, hey, have a great weekend. Keep it up. Sounds good. Thanks, Rod. Alan Poupart, he's got his Expos hat on. Everybody loves that. As you could tell, he is a, I think, a Francophone. We'll ask him next time. You can follow him on Twitter at Poupart NFL, P-O-U-P-A-R-T-N-F-L. He's the publisher of All Dolphins for the Sports Illustrated Fan Nation Network and a Pro Football Writers Association member. And he also follows the Florida Panthers, covers the Florida Panthers for NHL.com, who, by the way, lost 5-2 last night in NHL preseason, played to the Carolina Hurricanes. And if we want to talk about that, I'm game. Let's bring the moose in now. If we can, I think I told him about 10 after uh, we were ready for him. Yeah, he's there. There he is there. <laughs> and so I will, I will jump back into the viewers in a second. I will say... We did cover one heck of a lot of CFL stuff in hour one because it is a football Friday. Jennifer from the Four Seasons writes in. She says, common sense would have not put him back in. It's ridiculous. And I'll get to the CFL comments later on probably, but we're not in viewer takeover now. It's in me and Moose time now. So did what Alan just say? change your mind at all or could this guy like he covers the dolphins like white on rice as they say he's all over the dolphins man yeah so what did you think about that no and you know good insight for sure um and it'll be interesting to see how mike mcdaniel addresses the media he said they're going to be doing that here shortly uh today so i'll be interested to see the mike mcdaniel's press conference don't watch every press conference from every coach in the nfl but i'll be watching this one uh, this afternoon once it gets posted or live if I can. But, you know, the viewer just said, you know, common sense would have been to take him out. We don't always err on the side of caution because this isn't this isn't your workplace. Like this isn't a traditional workplace. This isn't your your house and your kids. This is a highly, highly, highly competitive environment where the Miami Dolphins are trying to win football games and keep pace in an ultra-competitive AFC, and these windows only open up so often. So you like you have to understand a little bit of why they put them back in and blur the line a little bit when winning is so important, your job security is so fragile, and all the rest. I mean, you do want to be safe, but you're not just going to err on the side of caution and say, look, at, if you're close to being, you're out. If you have end, like you bumped your head, you're out. Right. We have to go through lots of protocol because we have to do everything we can to get them into the game. But in this situation, I think all the signs did point to he probably shouldn't have been playing. 902-518-3033 to join the discussion. And I will turn it over to some of the viewers now. <clears throat> Sean in hang on. Sean in Vancouver watching. He says, in regards to the Tua injury and the doctors. Common sense isn't very common, and we do have some other, some CFL comments coming in, so I will get to those in a moment, but I just, I, I tried in it one hour ago to relate to folks, because I don't know what they see. I don't know what the fans see. 
Maybe you can tell me more what they're seeing because I don't really understand it. I know how it looks from the inside. And I told you guys this in the morning meeting, and I'll say it again. I was driving home from the Panthers game last night, the hockey game, listening to WQAM. Joe Rose, the color guy. The Carm Car Terry of Miami is really what he is. I meant to say this. To go across the country for CFL fans, Joe Rose would be like the Mitch Zelnoski. He's the Winnipeg Carm. The Mitch Zelnoski of Miami. Okay, played for the team, on the radio, you know, does the color. He would be like Miami's Pete Martin for you Argos fans. Played for the Argos, president of the alumni, but on the radio. And he also does the morning show. It's unreal. The guy's 65 years old, Jerry. So I'm, I'm thinking about this as I was driving to the coffee shop this morning, Brooklyn Water Bagel. Joe's on there in the studio. I'm like, dude. I went to bed before the game was over. You still called the rest of the game, did the post-game show, flew home to Miami from Cincinnati, and you're up on the air at 6 in the morning? There's a guy that loves his job. But on the air today, he said they had to sign a waiver saying traveling with the Dolphins that you wouldn't repeat anything that goes on on the plane or around road trips. And I never had to sign a well, NDA, I guess, would be what it amounts to. But I'm like, that's how that's how tense this stuff is. Did Tua come home at all? And if he came home, did he come home with the team? And you know what I mean? Like everybody's just so antsy around this situation. It's unbelievable. And I want to say too, I had that first responder who might be watching right now. He's from Vancouver. He's like, when Tua's fingers were all knotted up, there was a sign of severe brain trauma. Do you feel like we can't believe anything the Dolphins are saying now? Because literally, because your owner's suspended right now for a litany of things, you kind of wonder what you can believe from the organization, do you not? Yeah, which which makes Mike McDaniel's press conference to me so intriguing because he's new yeah. to this organization. He's new blood. And he has a chance to set the culture here in the tone. Now, he didn't do it. He let the quarterback play, listed him as a starter on his depth chart, right? So obviously he thought he was fine. He can only, I mean, he's going to go to his doctors and say, can he play? Is he okay? And if they say he's cleared, he's not going to have any further brain injury, he can go play. Then Mike McDaniel's hands are clean. He can still decide not to play the quarterback though. He can still make that choice. So I'll be interested. They're going to ask him those questions. So I'll be curious because you're right. From the top down, you have a little bit of trouble believing the Miami Dolphins just based on recent history. I, I just see it. It doesn't matter the league or the level. I see it everywhere because it's the Miami Dolphins. You know, it's the Dolphins, man. Yeah. They wouldn't lie. That's what the fans think. You know, I, right. I got my phone blown up with stuff across the CFL and stuff that's going on and I'm like I did, I did that, that that's again Joe Rose what he's doing I've lived that life and I'm like good on you man I hope you're getting paid a lot of money because to me it really wasn't worth well, it and you no know, I, I just want to say this about leadership and culture it doesn't have to be a sports thing but last year when the Dolphins were sucking and lost seven in a row remember what I said on this show this team's been awful for decades decades Miami and I think there's a little bit of karma to do with that a little bit of bad management to do with that and meanwhile you got Stan Kroenke over here owner of the Super Bowl right now with his Rams the Stanley Cup with his Colorado Avalanche 
because the guy clearly does things right. And it goes right from the top, right from the top, right from the top, winning and losing. When are they going to get it? Anyways, you were saying? Well, no, it does. Just to build off that, it comes right from the top. And, you know, as I'm kind of dipping my toes still, it's only been a few years in the business world. You know, one of the pieces of advice that's kind of rings true is don't make decisions that you wouldn't be comfortable appearing on the front page of tomorrow's newspaper. Now, that might not make sense to the kids who don't read newspapers, but every decision you make, you should be comfortable that if it got plastered on the front page of the news, that you'd be okay with everybody knowing. It feels like the give curtain's me an example being pulled of back. Give me an example. Give me an example. Well, of people you hire, people you fire, um, contracts you take, contracts you don't take. Um, you know, any th- any information you get, you know, it's about transparency. And where I where you're starting to see the curtain being pulled back on leadership and ownership in sports and in business. You look at what's happened with the Miami Dolphins. Go to the NBA. All you have to do is look at the recent Boston Celtics situation with what's been going on there, sexual harassment and affairs and things like the Boston Celtics, and you get a year-long suspension. We're talking about other organizations in professional sports where ownership is being taken away from owners in the NBA based on racist behavior and things like that. So you have to now operate your your organization with class and integrity or or you're not going to have it for a long time. I'm cool with when we come back, turning it over to the viewer. It's been, it's been pretty heavy today, but it's a heavy day in the world of sports with what's happened with Tua. And like I say, it, it, transcends the NFL to the CFL to all levels of football and contact sport. Uh, Grant in Kelowna, BC has sent me a photo. I, I don't know. Yeah, Clark, why we'll put it on when we come back. The photo Grant has sent us because it's game day for his riders. Said looking for a crossover. Winnipeg, Saskatchewan, Grey Cup, 109th championship would be so special. Maybe we'll delve into that. Why has no team ever crossed over and gone to the Grey Cup? Why is that? You're more of a football guy than me. Think about that in the next four minutes, Moose. Canada, we got to play deal or no deal, too, for the NFL, for Bet Regal. Yes. So we got a lot to get to. It's the RP Show, Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and your home of Southern Sports and Talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Landmark Cinema's extra members get your movie tickets for just half the points from September 16th to 29th. It's an offer you can't refuse. Any movie, anytime. Redeem just half the points every time. Any way you add it up. Or is that divided? It's movie time. Not a Landmark Extras member? Join for free now at LandmarkCinemas.com and movie more for less. Landmark Cinemas, where movie lovers get their extras. As you can see, order has been restored to South Florida, looking in at the beautiful Florida Keys. And moving into what should be a very fun uh, weekend. Um, Moose, let's do this. 
pick up where we left off, then we'll get into deal or no deal. I appreciate the comments from the viewers. Just everybody agreeing with me that it does start at the top. Uh, thanks. I didn't come up with it. I've just seen it. <laughs> right? Um, how's the lighting, by the way? It looks a little. Is it a little darker here an hour or two? Does it have to do with the sun going around the side of the house, or are you happy Absolutely. with the, the show right now? Okay. Well, I told you I, was, okay. I like this look, but yeah, the sun came through. It just looks so beautiful in the beginning, and then it's got a little darker at the end, but nothing bad. If I can move the sun, I'll work on it. How about um, that? Dale Barazook in Winnipeg writes in and says, "Good afternoon, all. Always great to enjoy the show. Jack and I are taking the day to learn a lot. We wish you all our best. Bobber's game. Jeep is washed. We're doing great. Be safe, all." I like the report, Dale. I like to hear that. So realistically, Saskatchewan, if they make the playoffs, and they would really have to have the bottom fall out to not make the playoffs. That's a fact, as you know. But they're looking at fourth. Because they're not, they're not in the caliber of Winnipeg, Calgary, and BC. They're just not. So they're going to be crossing over. And they'd be playing Montreal and Toronto if things look stand up the way that they are. Why do you, and I've been parts of teams, by the way, that have crossed over many times. We did it in 03, uh, 05. Shoot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think 02, we went to Toronto with the Riders. 05, we went to Montreal with the Riders. Um, quite a few times. 2017 is the one everybody remembers, the East Final. Riders and Argos and didn't make it. Didn't, never made it. Nobody's ever made it. Why do you think that is? It's so that's a it's it's worth a thirty for thirty on why they have yeah. or an E sixty on why it hasn't happened because you know it comes back to well how come the records aren't better in the east why is the west so much better than the east and people say well it's more football mad out here well all the guys running football teams aren't from out here they're from Tennessee and Texas and California and Florida and Mississippi and wherever else in the U S you know so that doesn't matter to them if they're in Toronto or Calgary or Winnipeg or Hamilton or Montreal it doesn't make them run the teams any differently. And, but, you know, we talk about the travel going all the way across to the East, staying out there. I mean, you do have to win two games out there to get to the, to the great cup, usually with no break in between. So that's tough on players. That's tough. Your training isn't the same. Your meals aren't the same. Nothing's the same. So that's probably the biggest factor is just that travel out there. But we got to remember, those are good football teams, too, that have made the playoffs. Just because the records aren't, you know, what Winnipeg's is or BC or Calgary, they're good football teams. And they've got a lot of talented players. So the odds are going to be against you going out there as the, as the what, third-ranked team in the, in, the, uh, in the East Division. Well, they'll always say nobody's ever done it until somebody does. And that's all that Saskatchewan can hang on to. They, they have to hang on to that. They have to fight for that. Now, Wayne in BC says, how come the East never has crossed over to the West? That's a math thing. Don't explain to, don't ask me to explain why the East has been garbage for decades. I don't know. We've had that discussion. You just brought it up. I floated the theory that football means more in Western Canada or the prairies. And that's why, but if that was the case, a Canadian NHL team would be a Stanley Cup winner, let alone contender over the last 30 years, because it does mean infinitely more in Canada. 
So I don't know the answer to that. Nelson Hackowitz, by the way, says the Rough Riders go two and two down the stretch based on 10,000 simulations. So, and he goes, and one of those is based on Calgary resting guys because they've clinched. So there you go. Are you ready to play deal or no deal? I am ready. Okay, this is the NFL edition deal or no deal for our betting partner, Bet Regal. And I'll say it one more time. Our biggest sponsor is a betting company, Bet Regal. And God bless them, by the way. They're probably watching right now. They've never told me what to say ever. Nobody really does, except for the viewers. They said, Rod, you talk about whatever you want. It's uh, just be entertaining. But let's be honest. They know where the money's spent. It's the National Football League. It's college football. You can wager on the other leagues. Just, it's just not. It's a population thing. <clears throat> so, anyways, Bengals. What did we say last night? By the way, they were favored by four going in, and they yeah. won by twelve. The odds makers know what they're doing. They, whatever they're doing down there in Costa Rica, Moose, they know. And by the way, we don't necessarily need analysis of every game, just whether you're taking the bet or not, because we're up against it on time a little bit. Sorry, Minnesota at New Orleans. The Vikings are favored by 3.5 on the road. Deal or no deal? I'll take the deal. I'm taking the deal as well. Saints seem to be missing something. The Cleveland Browns. At our Atlanta Falcons, because the RP show is your number one source for Atlanta Falcons news and information here on WQEE. Browns favored by one at the Falcons. Deal or no deal? I'm taking the deal. If it would, if you would have given me three and a half, I would have taken the Falcons. I'm not. I think the Falcons. Nobody's told the players you're supposed to tank it, guys. They're better than people think. They won in Seattle last week. I think they're going to be Cleveland this week. And the GM Fontenot is going to be going, no! Buffalo at Baltimore. The Bills are favored by three on the road. I can't figure out this AFC North. I know the Bills are in the East, but geographically they're North. I don't know what's going on in the black and blue division, but the Bills are favored by three at Baltimore. Deal or no deal? Yeah, I'll take the deal. They're going to have a get-right game. Okay. Washington Commanders at the Dallas Cowboys. America's team favored by 3.5. Deal or no deal? Color me a Cooper Rush fan. I'll take the deal. I'm taking the deal, too, and I'll, I'll see that and raise you. Riverboat Ron Rivera will be the first coach fired in the National Football League this year. Ooh. Seattle Seahawks at the Detroit Lions. Lions favored by 3.5 at Ford Field. Deal or no deal? You got a deal there, too. The Lions are... Yeah. Favorite. They're a favorite team right now. I'm taking the Lions to cover that 3.5 spread. Los Angeles Chargers at the Houston Texans. I haven't heard Justin Herbert's status. I'm assuming he's playing. Chargers favored by five at Houston. Deal or no deal? No deal. Till Justin Herbert's healthy, no deal. Okay. A classic AFC South battle. The Tennessee Titans are at the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are favored by three and a half at home. Deal or no deal? It's at home, so I'll, give, I'll take the deal. It's at home, I'll take the deal. 
I'm going to take the Titans to get right and beat the spread and win on the road. Ye of little faith, you. The Chicago Bears at the New York Giants, a classic NFC battle. Giants are favored by three. My buddy Chris Sanford, Chris Sanford, his Giants, now two and one. They're favored by three at home over the Bears. Deal or no deal? Deal. I just saw Justin Fields has the least passing yards of anybody in the NFL. Okay. Well, they do have a win. Um, I'll take the deal as well. Giants to I talked to Chris Sanford this morning. We're going to PDQ chicken within the next two weeks. Jacksonville at Philadelphia Eagles, not surprisingly favored by 6.5. A lot of people saying they're the best team in the NFC Eagles favored by six and a half at home over Jacksonville deal or no deal. I'll take it, but I wouldn't be surprised if Jacksonville won. I'm not taking the deal. I think Jacks will at least beat the spread. New York Jets at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Whatever. <laughs> I was talking to a guy, big Jets fan yesterday. He's like, whatever the odds makers say, go with it. In any Jets game. So we're taking the Steelers. I am to, to, to beat him by 3.5 or more. You? Uh, yeah. Zach Wilson's back for the Jets, but I'll still take the Steelers. Don't matter. Don't matter. By the way, uh, it was the guy that sold me this new mic stand right here. Kenny from Guitar Center. He's the Jets fan. Big Jets fan. Yeah. Arizona at Carolina. The Panthers favored by one. Deal or no deal? No deal. No, I'll take Arizona. Um, I will take the deal because I'm a Baker fan. New England Patriots at the Green Bay Packers. Packers favored by nine. Uh, Alum. Deal. Vincent Donaldson played for both those teams, by the way, the Patriots and the Packers. I'm sure he'll be in a glass case of emotion on Sunday. You're taking the deal. Packers by nine. I will, too. Denver Broncos at the Las Vegas Raiders. Two very disappointing teams out of the gate. Raiders favored by 2.5. Deal or no deal? <clears throat> no deal. I, th- I, I There's something wrong there. No deal. And the Monday Night Football. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, I will uh, not take the deal either. Rams at the Niners, Monday night. Niners favored by a point and a half at home. Deal or no deal? Yeah, you give me a home team less than a field goal, I'll take the home team. Yeah. I think the Rams are going to go in there and win, but that's just my take. That's deal or no deal. We ask you folks, not for a lot. We don't ask you for a lot here on the RP Show, but what I'm asking you to do is if you're wagering on games this weekend, go to Bet Regal At the very least, go there and sign up. You can play for free. Click on Play Free Sportsbook and create an account. Tell them the RP Show sent you. My cousin Christine is watching in Medicine Hat. And she says, today I'll be watching NCAA women's hockey, Blue Jays, and Riders. Great day. It is a great day. Again, our COO Lee is just all hot and heavy about the Blue Jays clinching a playoff berth. And yes, it's a big deal. But it's Football Friday, and we've had a lot to get to today. And... Well, we got some time to talk about the Blue Jays. There's another week left in the regular season. A little more. Haven't even talked college football. Arlen Bruce III says, NCAA number four, Michigan versus Iowa. Saturday morning, Big Ten conference game. Watch out for my son, Arlen Bruce IV, number 10 for the Iowa Hawkeyes. I think college game day is going there. Are they not, A.B.? I think they are. I think they and might. By the way, this guy, yeah. this, this guy was here. He was the original A.B. Okay? Arlen Bruce, the original A.B., the guy that's now staying in Tom's guest house, 
Antonio Brown. He might be sleep. No, never mind. He might not have to be in the <laughs> guest house anymore. What I'm saying is Tom's sleeping alone. Oh, my God. Uh, what? Anybody else see the giant iguana climbing the screen behind you? Look over your right Where shoulder. That you're other yeah, right. That's what I live with. Oh, he Listen to that thing. Yeah. Dude, Ricky is in the building. That, Rick, <laughs> Ricky the iguana is in the building. He's big. Oh, man, you have no idea what it is. You have, it's what I tell you. I don't exaggerate. <laughs> When I get down there, it's going to be like a you know seeing my nieces and nephews. You guys have grown. Oh my god! <laughs> These things run around like crazy. You can't keep your patio doors open, your line A doors open. These suckers will, you know, nook and cranny their way in. Uh, it's unreal. Um, yeah, there's Ricky. He just showed up. Stephen in North Dakota says, awesome show. What will the world do Saturday and Sunday till the RP show returns Monday? Go back and watch old shows. That's what I would suggest. <laughs> Jordan Moraz watching on YouTube says, Winnipeg should give up on the Jets and support the number one ranked CHL team, the Winnipeg Ice. Um, how about cheering for them all? Is that an option? Is that something you might be interested in? It's interesting comparing Winnipeg fans where they are now compared to where they were last year at this time. Remember when James Patrick came out? The, the, I'm going to pause because we have to. Wacy Rabbit's ready to go, and Wacy's going to come in next to talk National Day of Truth and Reconciliation. We'll pick this up in overtime, okay? You bet. All right. Wacy Rabbit joins us next. Friend of the show. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. RP show continues. It is a football Friday, but more importantly, in Canada, it's National Truth and Reconciliation Day. And obviously, you've heard a lot of it, but not a lot about it from this show. And in a second, we're going to bring on our good friend, Wacy Rabbit of the Saskatoon Blades coaching staff. But for those that don't know, the truth and reconciliation process seeks to heal relations between opposing sides by uncovering all pertinent facts, distinguishing truth from lies and allowing for acknowledgement, appropriate public mourning, forgiveness, and healing. So I can't wait to talk to Wacy Rabbit about this and other things. Uh, proud member of the First Nations community, of course, the recovery community with me. We got Wacy from the Blades facility, where they're off to a 2-0 start. And Wacy, thanks for the time, man. It's always good to see you. I know you're a busy guy here today in the days leading up to it. But can I ask you what this day and the term truth and reconciliation means to you personally? Uh, well, first off, Rod, thank you for having me on. Always got time for you. And um, it is a special day. You know, it's, it, is a day, it is a day off for everybody. It's not a holiday. Um, I can only speak on behalf of myself. And I think it's important that I acknowledge that, you know, my grandpa- I'm here because my grandparents were residential school survivors. Um, 
My dad's a residential school survivor. My uncle's are residential school survivors. So, you know, today is about honoring them and, um, you know, the, the kids that didn't make it home. Um, you know, there's 32, I, I don't want, there's both 3,200 unmarked graves that have been unaccounted for. And uh, my home community of Kainai and Pikani have just started the process of, uh, you know, doing their count. And so, you know, you talk about truth and reconciliation and it's, it's a day of honoring those still suffering from, you know, intergenerational trauma and, you know, honoring those that did not make it home. Well, that's why I asked. And to be honest with you, when these unmarked graves were discovered the last couple of years, like, that's what, because you know that my relations with the First Nations community are deep and they're long, but I didn't know this. I didn't know this at all. When did you start to know your people's history that was, had not been reported and was not out there? When did that, when did, were you become aware of that as a child? Um, I think I've, I've always known, like it was never talked about. Um, so again, like my, my dad has never shared his um, story with the residential schools, my grandparents, but we knew of, you know, the effects that it had just through, you know, it was almost like horror stories. I know like there's community, there's schools in my community where we would talk about, you know, don't go around that area because there's ghosts and those ghosts were the kids that didn't make it home. And that's all over Canada and all over North America. Um, but when, when the truth did come out and they, 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 I think it happened a couple of years in Kamloops, it was, you know, there, there was no hiding because that was our truth. That was, that was our history and it's sad. And now that it's, it's out there, it's, you know, it, it brings up a lot of trauma for, for my family and, you know, it's a tough day today. So, you know, I'm glad that I, I get to share you know, part of the story because part of sharing is healing and people understanding and, and it's about empathy and, um, you know, everybody has a different background. You know, they come from different places in Canada, but we were First Nations and we were here before contact. And it's important that, you know, you, you we understand each other, but also recognize the history of Canada and, and the good and the bad. For sure, uh, Wacy. And the thing is, shortly after the Kamloops discovery, was Cowessis. And, you know, it didn't matter where it was, but that was just down the road from us. And I was golfing with the chief and you talk about trauma and how upset he was. And I'm like, I just, I just found out. When did you know? And he's like, we've always known. So what did that do for your people? I guess it's good that it's out in the open, but how is it, how has that helped? I would assume it's helped, but how are you dealing with it as a community? Well, well truth always does hurt. Um, on both sides, you know, on the Canadian, you know, for, for non-Indigenous people that, you know, there's denial, um, or there's, you know, it's, it's not easy to, to acknowledge something that, you know, was so atrocious and that happened. But at the same time, the truth for us, you know, it's kind of being set free of that, you know, our healing journey can start now. Um, you know, there. It's nice that they acknowledge. You know that the the healing process is starting, but it, it it's just is just the tip of the iceberg. And there's how many First Nations across Canada that you know the people know of that there there are still children that never made it home. They're still you know in the ground that weren't unaccounted for, and and 
you know, it, this is just the tip of the iceberg. It's, it's not going to, you know, you don't put on your orange shirt on September 30th and then all of a sudden October 1st comes and, you know, we move on with our lives. It's still going to live with us for the rest of time. And that's going to be Canada's history. So it's it's important that, you know, as non-Indigenous people like yourself that are allies to us is understanding and empathy. And, you know, we walk together in healing. And, you know, that that's basically what what today is all about. Well, and the thing is, I get it. And I mentioned your recovery side of your story. There's a lot of healing ways for you to do, and you're still healing. I know that. But I get so mad when I hear Sober October or Bell Let's Talk Mental Health Day. I'm like, it's an everyday thing. So I guess my question to you is, how can people like myself help your people moving forward? This is a new holiday, if that's the per, you know correct term for it. But as you said, it's not just a day to wear a shirt and not go to school. How can we help you guys? Um, well, I think, you know, for me personally, I'm not like as... You know, I'm not the one that should be, you should be asking. There are stuff online. You know, there's the orange shirt day. Uh, if you just Google that, there'll be things that you can go to different organizations that, you know, supporting Indigenous, you know, organizations, reading up, you know, understanding about the actual history. And, you know, just doing what we're doing. We're having a conversation. Someone's going to hear this and someone's going to understand. And that that's that's where it starts is conversation. And, um I'm sure everybody in Canada knows somebody that's Indigenous. So that person that you probably know that's Indigenous it has probably been affected by the residential schools. I mean, it's you don't have to ask and go up, but, you know, coming from understanding that if you want to start a conversation, that, you know, it's this is what we're doing and that's part of it. Yeah, excellent answer. The thing for you, Wacey, is has it dawned on you yet, the leader that you are for your community, what it means it's not easy for you to stand up there and do these interviews and you're carrying the recovery flag too. At some point, you've obviously said, I can do this. And I'm proud of you for that. But how does it feel to be the guy doing these interviews uh, here today? Well, I mean, I, I obviously, like, when I first started like, doing these interviews, I didn't want to say the wrong thing. But it is, it is my experience. So no matter what I say, that's my experience. There's no right or wrong. And I'm speaking for, you know, for the ones that didn't have a voice. Um, I can't speak on every, every other, every First Nations experience, but it, it's no different from mine and my family's. Um, the intergenerational, intergenerational trauma has touched from my great-grandparents to my grandparents to my parents, now down to me. And hopefully our next generation doesn't have to experience what, you know, what has been such a dark, dark history and you know, my family and then every other family now of Canada. So there, there is being, being, I guess, with being a role model or a leader is that you take on those, yeah. um, those burdens, but I'm doing it for the ones that didn't have a voice and I'm hopefully that I, I can represent them and, you know, my family proudly. And that's all I really am at the end of the day is representing myself and my family. Well, you are. And as you say, there is no wrong answer. And uh, I guess that, you know, for people like us, I didn't know. When this came out a couple of years ago, it's like, <sighs> didn't know. What can we do for mm -hmm. you? And you answered that very well. Uh, just lastly, we only have a minute left. The Blades are off to a great start. Big Hogan game Saturday night. So that's going well for you too, huh? Yeah, it's a little bit different. A lot of nostalgia. But it, it is so great to be back in the city, and um, we should have a very strong team. It'll be interesting. We have a good division, a lot of really good teams. Um, 
but you know the the community of Saskatoon came out for our home opener and supported our our, our young men and you know they're they're excited to play in front of them and we hope to want to put on a good show. Well, good luck uh, this weekend and the rest of the season. Wacy, so super proud of you. Keep it up, my man, and thanks for the time today. Appreciate it, Rod. Thank you for having me on. We will be right back. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV Network, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Okay, here we go. One final time for the week. It's overtime for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. I appreciate them over there at the Four Seasons. Both uh, George, the owner, proprietor Jennifer, she chimes in every day. They are your home for the National Football League and the UFC. If we can bring the Moose in, it is viewer takeover. We had some very nice comments come in here, Moose, regarding the interview with Wacy Rabbit. If you don't mind, I'll read a few of them here. Ken Friedman says, 50 years ago, Team Canada united the country. This wasn't even on the radar. He's talking about the truth and reconciliation. Today, in some ways, people are divided, but I think this one issue unites us all. Somehow, we need to make this right. If we all do our part, it will make a huge difference. Don, our Navy friend, says, I'm a history nerd, so I knew about the residential schools and the deaths when I was in my teens, late 70s, but it was never taught at school. It wasn't. Um, Kevin, the medium, says, Rod, good for you to tackle this tough topic on a sports show. I appreciate you and the courage it takes to do it. No, 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 no. Wasn't even my idea. I'm not, it was our crew. Like, we got to bring some First Nations people on. on the, it wasn't my idea. And good on Wacy. And thank God we're longtime friends on that, uh, Moose. He's always re- ready to step up. And from my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat, she says, I wish you and your family the best. Um, to Wacy, obviously. Okay, Moose, there are sports questions here, but before we delve into those, I want to know what's your sports weekend up to or your weekend overall? What's your weekend going to look like here? Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to be going to kind of relax tonight a little bit and then tomorrow have the Rams game uh, with Alberta in town. So Alberta and uh, Regina, that's a one o'clock start. So I'm probably going to miss a little bit of that college football in the morning. And then uh, Sunday, I'm going to get an NFL Sunday. So that's going to be exciting. Nice. Well, like I say, I believe, I believe that college game day is going to be in Iowa there where Arlen Bruce, the fourth, is playing. So that's exciting. Tune it in. It's the one yeah. sucky thing about living in the Eastern time zone. You got to wait so late for these shows to come on. Uh, I think Amazon at nine. You guys out there get oh, it at seven. No. You're so lucky. Regarding sports teams, and let's be honest, corporations with a bad culture, where it starts, I can't say it enough. At the top, Rob watching in Cold Lake, Alberta, says, Hi, Rod, a fish smells from the head down. Signed, Rob in Cold Lake. Yep. Dougal in Calgary says, regarding the CFL playoff picture, he says, if you, if, if you are the sixth seed, you are the sixth seed. You are what you are. 
That's a good point. What do you see? The reason the team that has crossed over has never advanced to the Grey Cup is they're not that good, which I think you were alluding to yourself. Um, yeah. Willie Jefferson's going to bring his game. He's got his game on. If you see any of Willie's social media today, and he does such a great job. I don't know if it's Willie on his own or not. Probably is, but it might be Holly. But he's, he said, he posted something along the lines of, when you got your foot on they neck, dot, 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 you snap it. That's how they feel about the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Their foot's on their neck. We're going to snap their necks. <laughs> That's why they've won the last two championships, okay? Yeah. Steve Knees writes in. He says, "If I hope I'm saying that right, Steve Knees, he says, I respect you, Roddy, and the Moose. He says, the Dahmer is disturbing. Are we going to wind up the week? Oh, and a shout-out to uh, the Brendan McGuire family. They are watching. He sent me a photo of their living room right now watching the RP show. I can only imagine it's on Game Plus television. I'll have to... Oh, it looks like they're watching on YouTube, and that's fine, too. I want to tell you, I asked you your weekend. Here's mine. Um, it's happening again. Talked about it this morning in my 12-step meeting. In that, I'm getting invited to a lot of places. You know I have my one-game-per-week rule. Went to the Dolphins last week. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Dolphins and Bills. I went to the Panthers last night. Well, this morning on Miami Sports Radio, they were pumping up tomorrow's Cardinal Gibbons high school football game against, if I got the names right, American Heritage Plantation. That's a town in South Florida, Plantation. Big game. Cardinal Gibbons is picked to lose. That's what the guy blew this morning on WQAM, said they're going to lose. They said, Coach DeBuck's not going to be happy with us. I texted Coach DeBuck. I said, they're talking about you right now. They say you're going to lose tonight. And he's like, I don't listen to him. He goes, I use it for motivation. He goes, by the way, you better come to the game. I'm like, ah. But because of the storm, they moved the game to Saturday at 1. I'm thinking I might go to that game. The FAU Owls hockey team's having a whiteout tonight. They're playing the University of Miami Hurricanes in ice hockey. Moose. But I'm not going. I can't go everywhere. But I, they, they asked, are you coming? Are you wearing white? And I'm like, uh, last minute of play in the RP show. I can't be everywhere. When I say it's happening again, now I know I just got to say I can't. I can't, but yeah. thanks. I tried to be everywhere before, yeah. and it drove me nuts. Um, dub tonight, PA at Moose Jaw, Winnipeg at Swifty, Medicine Hat at Lethbridge, Kelowna at Prince George, Try at Everett, Victoria at Vancouver. Canada West football, UBC at Calgary tonight, Manitoba at Sask, and Moose will have the call of the Rams and the Golden Bears on Saturday. Five games in college football tonight, two in the CFL. I'll be watching those. Blue Jays home to Boston. Sports is back, baby, but you got to provide a negative COVID test if you're going to the World Cup in Qatar. Moose, have fun. <laughs> Great weekend, everybody. <sighs> See you Monday, noon Eastern on Game Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.